Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I'm so excited you're here. Today is an episode where I touch upon some of the themes of the year for 2023. If you're listening to this in 2087 or something, right now it's 2023 and I did some channeling. Some themes came through that made a lot of sense to me. Maybe they'll make sense and be resonant with you. I just spent a few hours preparing a really long, really in-depth overview for the patrons of the Moon Studio. So patrons, there is about an hour-long download in Patreon right now that really gets more specific, more in-depth around some of the things I'm going to share with you today. There seems to be no proper, resonant, clarifying, non-overused words, language to describe the times we're in. We are in very, very intense times. So if you're feeling intense, it's because you're living in the present moment. Welcome, welcome. So just to remind us, me, you, we, and to set some context before sharing a bit more, I want us all to remember one of my teaching foundations, one of my, I don't know, maps that I go back to, frameworks that I go back to all the time, and that is the sphere of influence. That is what we can control literally, not what we think we can control, not if we think if we worry enough, spiral out enough, say it enough times we can't control, what we truly can control. Our relationships, how we breathe, our energy, how we're feeding ourselves, how we're sharing, how we're communicating, our values, our ethics, our integrity, all of that jazz. If we want to zoom out a little bit more, we can think about our relationships with other people, our family members, our beloveds, our good friends. If we want to zoom out more and if it's in our practice, we can think about ancestors, planets, deities, the elements, and so on and so forth. And everything outside of our sphere of influence we cannot control, and we got to give it away. (laughs) You know, we got to surrender it. We got to let it go. That's really useful framing for every situation, hello, to put that into practice and for this year. You know, this is about who's in your chariot, what's in your chariot, what you would like to be in your chariot. This is about your own lane. This is about your own garden. This is about what is yours to do and what is not. And again, it just depends on where you are. You could be at total capacity and that's where you are and you have to figure out what's going on there. You could be ready for different things. For more, maybe, 
maybe just different, right? It doesn't have to be worse. It doesn't have to be better. It can literally be like, you know what? I've had a one-on-one practice for a while. I think for half the year, I want to do groups or something. It's different. It's not better. It's not worse. It's just something different. That is very chariot vibe. So think about where you are. You might need to support the structure. Here are the structures that you have. You, you might need to build different foundations before you can get rolling and before you can get moving. Or you might just need to be rearranging certain things in your life. All of us are in it this year. All of us are shifting this year. Every single person in different ways than we were previously and ways that are more about what's in our control, which is going to be really useful, really useful for our dreams, our goals, our mission, as well as really useful for those in our lives that we're in relationship with. What is yours to do? What is only yours to do? And what is not in your zone? Where are you burdening yourself with shoulds? And where is it time to stretch and to grow and to try different things and to show yourself what you're capable of and what you want to bring forth from your heart, right? These are the questions. So one of the biggest collective themes, this is not me being a psychic. This is me being a human being living in reality. It's going to be the climate. It's going to be how we're treating the earth. We've got to do something different. We've all got to do something different. And we've all probably got to do something more in order to address this. Collectively, this is one of the biggest issues the climate crisis, climate justice, and how that is going to continue to be there. It's not going to go away. There's also going to be massive shifts around work, labor, capitalism. I think that anti-capitalism, they'll call it something different probably, but anti-capitalism will enter the mainstream more and more like something will be happening with that, with the media or the mainstream media, or just more and more conversations for people who are doing things differently, right? For example, people being born right now, children, babies being born right now, in several decades in this country will most likely understand a different way of working and that we don't need to work in these old capitalist frameworks that are punitive, that are super, super scarcity-minded. Unions and unionization are going to continue to be a theme. Collectivity, cooperation, working together, that's all going to show up in a lot of different ways more and more. We're also going to see a lot of accumulation of power and energy and attention around technology and like the invisible, like air and invisible skill sets, you know, like coding and and very technical skill sets and material reality, like the earth, like farming, like agriculture, like land. So there's going to be 
power accumulating or if you need or want to progress or grow, you're going to kind of have to have your metaphorical hands. I don't even know what she doing. What metaphors is she using? But you're going to have to sort of have like one foot in air and like one foot on earth, like thinking about laying on the earth, being in communion with the earth, tending to the earth, thinking about material reality, bodies, our bodies, what we put in our bodies, all of that. And this air type set, like learning how to code or learning a new program or learning more about what technologies are surfacing, whether it's AI or something else, and adapting to technology as you can or folding that in to whatever it is you're doing or learning a new skill in that arena. It's both and. And in the both and way of thinking, it's this toggling and not getting too far into being chained to a screen or the projection of what you think is out there and like the ether and the ethernet, what other people are projecting as well and not getting so into the material realm and the material world and stuff and having things that that is sort of bogging you down. So figuring out that balance in your own life conceptually, literally. Other little uh, little themes, privacy. Privacy is in for 2023. It's like this whole TMI stuff. It'll still be there. Everything is always still here. But I think we are going to kind of see people yearning for more privacy because I'm also thinking about technology and I'm thinking about our digital footprints and I'm thinking about companies taking our information and data hacks and selling our data and all of that. And so privacy is going to be coveted more, right? Be careful about what you share and with who you share it with. Also in for 2023, God. God is going to come up more for spiritual folks. Like the word God, redefining our relationship with God, reclaiming our relationship with God, or deciding that God doesn't exist for folks who are atheists, right? I'm not judgmental either way. It's whatever works for you and your ontology and your cosmology and your frameworks, yeah? Or maybe gods, I should say. Gods and goddesses are in for 2023. I think that it's going to be a bit more acceptable to talk about belief, really, belief in something greater than ourselves, whatever that looks like for you. Again, it could be nature. You could find, you could say, you know what? I finally have realized that for me, God is nature and God is the planet. Or if you're super into astrology, you could finally realize, you know what? For me, God is my relationship with the planets. You know, again, it's different for everyone else, but I do think there's going to be less of a like hesitancy in certain spiritual spaces, especially like subcultural spiritual spaces. There's no longer going to be a hesitancy with using that word. 
But on a greater level, it is about defining what source, the universe, spirit, creator, existence, whatever that might be for you, it's defining that and it's it's finding a relationship and an intimate relationship that works for you that can also include ambivalence. I think it's going to become more acceptable to be ambivalent, to say, hey, you know, I don't totally believe in this or that. I am sort of feeling on and off. Maybe God and I have a situationship that I'm trying to figure out and I don't want to put it on Facebook yet or whatever. But I'm like figuring out what that looks like. I'm figuring out what it feels like to belong to myself and to belong to something greater and to be in relationship with that or those components of reality. Many little micro trends. I also added minding your own business, just like mind your own business, literally. Minding your own energy, minding your energy, staying on your path, being in your own lane, shedding foundations, integrity, true power. That means power within and power with, not power over. Movement. And I think I'll go into really briefly the larger themes that came through for 2023. This was just sort of like a a mousse-bouche, an hors d'oeuvre of some of the things that came through. So let me talk about some of the bigger ones for a little bit. And again, I just recorded like an hour-long deep dive on these themes. So if you're interested in that, it's there on the Patreon now. And it's also for folks who get the Chariot Year workshop download. I've included that as well. But here are just some of them to give you a taste, if you will, an energetic taste of what might be coming down the road, down the path this year. The first theme that came up very early on about this year, and this isn't the number one theme, this isn't necessarily going to be the biggest theme in your life, but it was the first that came through, and that is conflict. Conflict, how we deal with conflict, what conflict can teach us, how conflict changes us. The extreme spectrum of conflict, which is peace and harmony and congruence as well, of course, is there. It's it's going to teach us a lot. It's going to show up on our interior with interior conflicts, on the inside, our internal. It's going to show up in interpersonal relationships and, of course, collectively, Right thinking about conflict differently, repairing certain conflicts is going to be really useful and really helpful. So is being accepting and okay with conflict and not equating it with violence, not equating it with extreme fear. Conflict is healthy if it is not abusive, meaning 
two people do not have to be in total agreement with the other one in order for them to come to a particular conclusion. The reason why, or one of the many reasons why conflict is getting highlighted is there also is a conflict with who we say we want to be and who we are and some of our ideals and maybe what we share and project about who we are and how we handle reality or how those ideals and values play out in the world. If we say we don't believe in prisons and that we're abolitionists, but we cannot handle an interpersonal conflict with someone who hurt our feelings, whether or not they might have meant to hurt our feelings, I don't know. Like, I don't know if we can call ourselves whatever it is we're calling ourselves, you know? So that has to get worked out. Conflict definitely requires consciousness. And the other reason why I wanted to bring up conflict first, other than the fact that I was informed it would be activating, and if I didn't bring it up like really quick, everyone would peace out, you know, they'd they'd press pause and, and just not listen to any of the other stuff. Other than that, there's potentially going to be quite a bit of ambivalence this year meaning like making choices that we don't feel totally on board with yet, making a decision that we don't totally feel ready yet, feeling the fear, doing it anyway. Everyone talks about coherence and congruence, and I sort of want to call bullshit. Everyone talks about alignment, including myself, and I'll probably do a whole episode on alignment because it helped me so much for years, friends. Like that one principle, putting that into practice helped me so much. So it's real. These are great. Congruence is awesome. Coherence is awesome. We love harmony. We love alignment. Ambivalence is so normal. (laughs) Ambivalence is such a normal, healthy state of being a human. Ambivalence does not mean you're wrong or bad or anything else. We are often ambivalent, probably, right? More than we're completely aligned and totally coherent. And there are levels and it's nuanced and I'm not going to get into it. But I do want to share that you are probably going to be in situations this year where you're going to be making choices where there is some ambivalence, where you're not all the way in, and you're going to have to explore conflict. You're going to have to explore internal conflict. You're going to have to explore external conflict. It's just what's on the table this year. And it isn't bad. It's what we project onto it. It isn't amazing. It's what we project onto it. Ambivalence is normal. Conflict is normal figuring out how to skillfully navigate these states is what's really key. The next theme was sensory deprivation tank, aka 
conscious curation, taking our attention back, taking our awareness back, restoring our senses, being really careful about our tools. Because if we are not using them carefully and consciously, certain tools are just using us. And the conscious curation is what are you letting in? The sensory deprivation tank came in because for a lot of us, there are too many inputs coming in. There's more inputs coming in than we have space for. So I go into that more in the download. But this part is once we've restored our energy, we and or both and the process is happening simultaneously as are all processes, we want to be really conscious of what we're letting in, are conscious of our thoughts, our friends, the podcasts we listen to, where our new sources are coming from, the music we're listening to, the movies we're watching, the books we're reading. I made a list of books and movies and documentaries and podcasts that I want to listen to so that when it's time for me to ingest things, I'm not being mindless. I'm not just mindlessly watching whatever is trending on Netflix. If it feels restorative and amazing for you to do that, for you to mindlessly watch whatever is trending on Netflix night after night, then you do you. You know what's best for you. I do think we need to be very careful about what we're letting in. So that was pretty high up there. And that leads us to the next theme, which is sobriety. You are going to hear more and more people talking about sobriety. However that looks, of course, sobriety is a vast spectrum, right, of everything to sex and love addiction, to alcohol addiction, to drug addiction, you know, on and on and on, right? But we're going to hear a lot more people talking about the negative effects of certain drugs, talking about the positive effects when used responsibly of certain drugs, and talking about sobriety, you know, sharing more and more about sobriety. If it isn't in your path to be sober right now, it's not in your path. And again, for here's an example, like we're all addicted to certain things. Like personally, I did not drink alcohol for the majority of last year. This year, I will be sober from alcohol, but I have an issue with sugar. <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, oh, I got to deal with my sugar addiction, you know? And the other one is like social media. That's my other one that I hope to really curb this year and or maybe even stop. I'm thinking about it. So at any rate, I don't have any judgment. Nothing I share with you, by the way, has any judgment with it. Like you do you, you know what's best for you. I'm just sharing what came through for me. The clearest message that I received pertaining to sobriety is this is more about addiction to ego than anything else. This is more about addiction to unnecessary suffering, to pain, 
to distortion, to maladaptive coping mechanisms, whatever your pleasure, whatever is keeping you stuck, you've got to look at. Anything that keeps you from encountering the truth. I told folks in the chariot workshop, avoidance is, it's over. I mean, it's been over, but it's over in a different way, in a deeper way. One of the definitions of addiction is doing things that you know are bad for you or unhealthy for you and or that have many negative consequences in your life and doing them anyway and doing them repeatedly. So that's what we're thinking about. We're thinking about turning towards healthier ways of being with ourself, of being conscious, and that's going to come up on multiple levels and layers depending on where you are personally. The next theme is new pathways. In the download, I talked a lot about new neuropathways. That's a really big chariot theme, right? We know the chariot is about going somewhere differently, new pathways, new neuropathways. That's brain, like neurology, neuroscience. That's going to be a real hot spot this year, and it will only continue to be a real hot spot. We just have to remember that new pathways are formed when we take different actions, when we pair a thought with a charged emotion that is positive or negative, but let's just stay positive for the sake of this conversation. We know that a new neural pathway is created and we knew that we know that it takes practice and we know that new habits and practices take about a full season. That's why I work cyclically and seasonally to do. So there's that that is going to come up during the year. And that, of course, there's like travel associated with that, new pathways, trips. There could be the uptick in like psychedelic trips. Again, not if you're being completely, completely sober, but again, there are levels to all of this. It's about your safety. It's about what works for you. It's about like where you're at and what you need. So there's trips, there's travel, there's new horizons, there's new pathways in every sense of the word, which also leads us to new baselines with an emphasis on sustainability. That's the next theme. I talked quite a bit in the download about energy and meeting people where they are and assessing what works for you and creating energetic baselines that feel sustainable above all else. And that's going to be definitely a theme this year, as is our values in action. Are we doing what we say we're doing? Are we acting in our integrity? It's going to be more and more important, we'll see collectively, with brands, like big corporations. People are going to stop supporting harmful corporations and harmful people. Not everyone, not the majority of the planet, but more and more people are going to start caring more and being more discerning about 
who they're supporting with their money, with their time, with their labor, with their thoughts, and thinking about that sphere of influence, what is in your control, both to what you can do to make your life more in integrity with your values, even though it might feel uncomfortable, even though it might activate people, and also understanding your limits. I shared in the download that it's pretty impossible to live completely in your integrity and values in capitalism. It, it just, again, we go back to ambivalence, right? We go back to conflict. Like, it's difficult. So thinking about what your non-negotiables are and also thinking about what you're excited about. That's what I talked about in the download is like, what is exciting to you and what, when no one's watching and no one's, you know, and you're not going to tell anyone Integrity is about what you do when no one's watching you. Integrity is about a relationship with you and yourself and you and your values and you and your mission. And also it ripples out. It ripples out. It's not always easy to do things that are in your integrity and your values, but it is always going to be more rewarding. The next theme is magic and miracles magic and miracles coming back. Like I talked about divination in the chariot year episode and in the chariot year workshop, divination is uniting your will with God or uniting your will with spirit or the force or flow or your beliefs or what like gets you excited in the morning. You have to ask yourself, am I in alignment with what I want? Truly, we can't just have these wishes And be like, oh, it would be really nice if, and then we're just on our couch and we're just like, "Eh," you know, we have to do something about it within our capacity and within our ability and and where we are. And are you aligning with that thing? Um, If you want to have more intimate relationships, what does that look like? And are you being intimate with yourself? How are you showing up for yourself? And how are you showing up for other people? Do you have space for that? I also talked about devotion determining our discipline with divination. And that leads to new awakenings and marvels and magic and miracles making their way back into your life. We have to look for and create miracles and magic and beauty. They're already here often, but we often aren't looking for them, we often aren't experiencing them because they might be smaller than we want them to be or different than we want to be, but they are there. So every day, maybe every day this week, look around. Where's the magic? Where's the miracles? How are you magic? How are you a miracle? Where is your devotion? What do you want to be disciplined Two for the next season, for the next month, thinking about that. And, and what are you going to do about it? And how are you going to stick to that as well? The last two that I'm just going to share super briefly and not go into, because I also think of the last two, like people get it. People are like, yeah, we get it. It's resonating. And they are lifestyle redesign lifestyle overhauls, right? Like really looking at where it's time for some things to change in your day-to-day and your routines and your overall lifestyle, however that resonates for you. The shape 
of your life and what you organize your time around and your energy around and your identities around, your relationships around, your actions around. She's ready for a refresh, right? She's ready for a reset, reboot, refresh. And which leads us to the big theme, which is an evergreen theme, you know, but it it will be highlighted this year. And that is change. Becoming more comfortable with change, changing more consciously, playing around with change, collaborating with change, being open to change, thinking about what's available when we open up more to change, thinking about, again, going back, I'll go back, I'll go back to that sphere of influence, what we can change and what we can change about how we're viewing the world. I shared that, you know, this is a year, the chariot really is this archetype of putting our hands back on the wheel of our life. If we have been feeling that life has just been lifing and life has just been coming at us incessantly for a very long time and it feels overwhelming, I am not here to tell you that that is going to stop. I am here to encourage you to see how you can make things easier on yourself, how you can be gentler, how you can be kinder, and how you can be more adaptable and fluid around change. And what changes you feel equipped and capable of making And how you're going to execute those, how you're going to do those, how you're going to pull those off, and what you need in order to do that. Again, your sphere of influence with where you are. You do not need to delay your goals and your dreams because you think you need to be more or have more or know more. You no longer need to do that to yourself. That is an addiction to ego. That is an addiction to scarcity. You need to tune into what you already have, what you're ready to develop, to clarify how you're ready to grow, what you'd like to embody, and have that be your starting point. You're not starting from scarcity from overextension, from lack. You're starting from your gifts, your center, your core. You're starting where you are in the present moment with all the gifts and all the brilliance you inherently possess. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm sending you so much love. If you'd like to support the show and listen to the longer download, you can sign up for the Patreon or snag that Chariot Year Workshop download. We have a really nice setup for the year. We have given you a deep dive on the chariot. We have given you a deep dive on the astrology. We have given you some inspiration for new paradigms. We have talked about the shadow of the chariot. And I wanted to close this first part of Moonbeaming 2023 with some 
themes of the year that got downloaded to me and I wanted to share. So these are some of the setups. These are some of what to think about, what might be on the way, what is already on the way, the energies to play with, to be with, and of course, to integrate and infuse with whatever is going on for you. Of course, I feel really good about this foundation for you. I am feeling really good about creating a foundation for myself. I am cheering for you. I am rooting for you as you create new roots, new foundations, deeper ways of being with yourself and your gifts. Thank you for being here. I will be back soon. I'm sending you lots of love. Bye.